Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey, where Scott does his weekly check-in with nutrition coach Cheryl Nasso every week live on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes come out. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. My name is Scott Switch. I'm the Clydesdale. She is my nutrition coach, Cheryl Nasso. You guys know the rest. We've been around a while. Uh, good to see Lex and Judy and Kenneth already in the chat. Um, but we're going to catch up on some nutrition for the week. Yeah. Well, first off, before we get into nutrition, I will say that I was happy to see a check-in form, see a food diary. Um and I do see some weights logged, but I think you may have logged them today, correct? Did you did you kind of go back in and, and log some things today? Yeah, I, I use a whiteboard yeah. and my scale, and then I just grab it and log them all in. Gotcha. Well, I'm happy that I saw some weights because when I was like, oh, man, he hasn't weighed in since last. When I first saw it, it looked like you had like weighed in since last Thursday. And I'm like, okay. So I was hoping that maybe because I know that sometimes when you're not feeling good, you sleep in downstairs. And I was like, maybe we aren't going to have a weight. But Happy to see where things are at. So first off, let's, I mean, I know what's going on tomorrow. You may have talked about it on your round table, but fill everybody in about what tomorrow is bringing for you. Uh, so tomorrow is the cardio conversion. Um, I will go into the hospital 7, 7.30, um, get prepped. 8.30 is a the procedure. They will put a scope down my throat. Uh, it is like an ultrasound to see blood clots on the back of my heart. If that is clear, they will um, they will then pull the scope out and immediately go into the conversion where they'll shock me with the paddles to try to get the heart back into rhythm. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, so are you like how are you feeling about this whole procedure? Are, are you nervous about it? Is it pretty safe? It's not super invasive is it invasive like what's the you know that kind of stuff risk reward that kind of thing uh nothing invasive um i'm i was nervous over the weekend for some reason but then as it's gotten closer like this is one of the most common things that yep. is done in in medicine yep. and um i've been under anesthesia before i it doesn't affect me greatly um like some people um, I just feel very rested after. So um, looking for a good nap tomorrow morning and hopefully get everything back on track. Yeah, um, I love that. Kenneth, I am working on wearing blue blockers um, because I'm trying to, well, I'm just trying to get myself sleeping better. And I've been told that the blue light can be somewhat funky. So I'm giving them a shot. So yeah, I know I feel like a school teacher right now, but um, I, I kind of feel like a, a school nerd actually. I feel like I look like a nerd in glasses, but I've been fortunate to have good, good eyesight. Um, back to you, Scott. Um, so a couple of other things, um, happy to hear that like, this is going to be a pretty non-invasive. And in fact, I was actually doing a little bit more research on AFib, uh, just cause I wanted to understand limitations and all that kind of stuff. Um, what about, I know you, had, we talked about your cardiologist and I know that you had a primary care follow-up with your new doctor on Friday, right? Correct. Okay. How is that? You're liking your new primary care? Uh, liking the new primary care much better than the old. 
Um, she was very, she took a lot of time uh, to explain everything to me um, in very second grade terms. Uh, so I understood what everything was. Um, our plan is to, I told her my plan is to get off as many prescriptions as possible. Once everything is righted, she was on board for that. Um, but she explained to me that the AFib is such a big thing and can be a contributor to a lot of the different things that we are um, dealing with that we need to get that corrected to see what then corrects itself from the AFib being corrected. And then what do we need to do going forward? Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, can I ask you, did the primary care physician or the cardiologist put specific guidelines in place for exercise? Did they tell you what to and to not do? Not yet. No. Did you guys have that conversation? So the, the primary care physician very much at the end of our, our conversation said, there's a lot more we need to talk about, but I don't want it to be so much that you're overwhelmed. I want you to get through next week and then we're going to meet again, I think in like two weeks. I got you. Um, all right. So I want to kind of dive into that a little bit more, but I want to kind of check a couple of other things first and foremost. So aside from the heart, how are the lungs feeling? The lung infection, the coughing, the pneumonia? So I, I've had a little more coughing this week than I did last week. Um, and I talked to the doctor about that because it was increasing even the end of last week. And she explained to me that that could be the AFib <clears throat> and that we need to get rid of that to know uh, if that is better. Mm -hmm. But I can climb stairs better now. Um, it's I'm not running marathons up there, running sprints up them, but I'm not really super winded at the top of the stairs now. Got it. Okay. So um, as I was saying, I had been doing some research, a little bit more deep diving into AFib. I mean, I've heard of it happening. It, it was happening to my grandfather, you know, in, in the life of his life. And it is common when people do have infections and stuff like that, or, or when they're in the early stages of like congestive heart failure. But yours, I think, was triggered secondary to something else. Um, and this is something, a condition that people actually have to live with. Like AFib is not this thing where you, some people actually live with AFib. They, it's not something that they can avoid. And everything that I am reading about AFib tells, tells you that you should be moving, that you should be doing some form of activity. It just should not be in a way that drive, that drives your heart rate up. So like it says, and I've read a, a few different research studies and things is saying that you want to be doing things like walking, very light cycling, um, you know, even lightweight training that doesn't raise your heart rate is all actually indicated for like to help with things. And so that's why I was asking if you had had that conversation with your doctor because of what I had been reading about. So, so I misunderstood you. I thought you meant after this procedure is done. Mm -hmm. Um, but they have told me not to do anything that raises my heart rate at all okay. because That's of the stroke risk and the other things going on. Um, and that the fact that when I went into the hospital, my heart rate rate was at 150 and it took them a lot to get it down to normal. Okay. I, that's what I was asking about if they had, if they had talked to you about that. Cause I'm like, okay. Cause 
what's the worst case scenario here? What if, what if when we have this procedure, nothing changes? Like, I just wanted to kind of know what that looks like. And I guess you guys haven't had that conversation in terms of that. So we're trying to hopefully see how things go tomorrow. Correct. Correct. And then there is, there is a more invasive procedure that is the next step. Mm -hmm. If the, if the conversion does not occur, go yeah. well. Did they go over any of the things that they might've think that would have triggered the AFib? Like, did she talk about things that might've triggered it? Uh, she thinks it's been, uh, it's been the stuff with my lungs. Okay. So the lung infection, that's kind of what I was thinking too, because like I said, usually when people have like a uh, pulmonary issues, like lung infect, like uh, congestive heart failure, anything kind of with, it, it just tend, tends to be the AFib stuff. That's why it typically happens in more elderly or sedentary people, typically not in people like you that I would think of, but um, so it's rare. I mean, it can happen to somebody in there. It says early twenties could have it happen to them randomly. So um, hopefully we'll get some answers there. How about your blood sugar? How's that been? Uh, so it's been bouncing between 140 and 170. Okay. Um, the other thing is she's, so I was taking it a lot. When I got out of the hospital, they told me to take it four times a day. She's like, that's dumb. You're only taking insulin once a day. And that's the only one that matters is your fasted blood sugar in the morning after taking the insulin at night. So yeah. now that I'm taking it just in the morning, it's more consistent. And it's still um, been between 140 and 170. Yeah. But it was at 380, remember, at the hospital. Yeah. So, okay. so, and she wants it under 130 is what we're striving for. Yeah. I mean, prior to all this, your blood sugar was in a pretty good range. Like, I don't think you were having right. your last labs were decent. Um, all right. So, we're going to go through your check in. I got your check in form. Yay. Um, so a couple of things you guys can do. Scott's win for the week. He logged all of his food. He kept his fiber up and slept well, um, feeling a lot better. And I have actually been kind of like looking at your food diary almost daily just to kind of see, you know, kind of like, is he logging things? Is he checking in? Cause I've been wanting to keep on your ass and you've been doing a pretty good job of it. Um, I know you mentioned you had a couple of meals out with friends. Is that right? Yeah. Chinese and Mexican the other two nights were those just like, uh, let me see what you logged first and foremost. Um, let's see Thursday looks like you were at home Friday. It was Friday night. Um, steamed cabbage, spinach, and, uh, like a brisket. Yeah. Type that thing. wasn't a bad, that wasn't a bad choice. That was at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Or no, that was Chinese. Okay. Very authentic Chinese. Okay. All right. Um, and then you had Saturday was home. It looks like maybe. Yep. Had a burger and a hot dog, right? Yeah. Okay. And then Sunday was home or was that, a, that was the pep, that was the Mexican day. That was home. Okay. Last, last night was out. I got it. The, the ch chicken enchiladas. I think you Correct. probably did a pretty decent job of vlogging that too. So your fat intake is still sitting high, but a lot of that is because of your, um, you know, eating out a couple of days, like the days that you're at home, not as much as it was like Saturday, Monday. So how has the gut stuff been going, the burping and all that stuff? Um, it's, it's better. Okay. Um, 
I, I still have an occasional episode, um, but it's getting much better. Yeah. I think we really got to keep working on getting that fat intake down. And that's going to help, I think, with that. Because like I said, I mentioned last time, and your doctor mentioned, you want to also look at the gallbladder too. And excess fat is just putting more stress on the gallbladder, you know? So I know that it, it tends to be still within your calorie intake, but, you know, like a lot of your days you're hitting, you know, hundred grams of fat on Thursday. Um, so, and I know, like I said, the other days you were, you know, eating out and sometimes it's just harder to control that. You got to do the best you can, but I'm looking at all the variables. So you did a really good job though, of tracking everything. And like you mentioned, you got the fibering, which I love. So, um, and see, I just want to double check one more thing. All right, cool. Um, all right, back to your check-in form. You're getting in plenty of water. You're weighing your food out. No alcohol, which is always good. Steps are low, which is what I would expect. You did mention that your appetite is up. So are you getting more hungry throughout the day? I feel like I am. Um, and I'm trying to, like, I'm incorporating more snacks than, than I have in, in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what I'm hoping is taking care of that. Okay. Um, I know you mentioned that you're not feeling better, but I would honestly say, I think you are making improvements. No, no. I said, I'm feeling better. Okay. Some like I'm able to do more. Okay. I just, you want to be better. You want to feel better. Yeah. And I still like, I still cough more than I want to. I still, and yeah. Yeah. I can and like I, riding in a car is very hard for me right now. Yeah. I can relate like, to that. It's like, it's not that you're not making progress. It's just, you wish it was a little bit better than it is. And I'm, I'm hoping that and praying that tomorrow things go the way that we want them to, so that you can start making progress again, you know, in, in <clears> you know, so I think that, I know it's hard, you know, like you're the kind of person that, you know, and we're going to talk more about some other stuff, but I wanted to just kind of check in on you on that kind of stuff. Um, you're getting tired throughout your day, getting sleepy. So I think that that might be, do you think that you're sleeping well throughout the night? Like, I know that you sleep a lot when you're sleeping, but do you think that you're getting into a deep sleep? I think I am for small chunks. Yeah. I think I do my night in two phases like a 10 to two and then like a three thirty to seven. Okay. Because that could be affecting things. And, and I honestly think that, you know, the main thing is, is that when we can get you back to moving a little bit more, I think your energy is going to come up. I think you're going to start to feel a little bit better. I think your sleep is going to get a little bit better. Um, it's funny because I, I sent this post to one of my friends uh, one of my clients who was kind of struggling with like feeling a little burned out from working out and she just hasn't been able to get back into a routine. And I'm like, listen, and I, and I just found a post that I just happened to be scrolling through and I saw, and it was like something along the lines of people wait for the energy and the desire to feel good enough to work out. And they don't realize how working out makes them feel so much better. And I think that right now where you're at, is you're at that place of like, you don't feel as energized because you can't work out because you can't move your body the way that you're intended to. You and I both know that when we're working out, like it's such a mood boost, you know, it's such a, it makes you feel better. It makes you, everything is better when you can, you know, work out. I'm always, 
that's why I, no matter what, I feel like I will always do two sessions a day only because I like to start my day with movement. I usually do like an hour or so of work, maybe two hours. And then I like, all right, time to, you know, I finish my coffee. I do something to kind of get my body moving and I start to, I'm just so much more productive, but I just can't lift heavy in the morning. I don't know how Lex does it. I think Lex is an early morning girl. I don't know how she does that first thing in the morning, lifting heavy barbells and stuff. Like super early. Yeah. I just can't. I mean, I'm up early, but I work. That's why I work for a little bit first. And then I'm like, all right, now I can eat some breakfast and get some movement in and really start to dive into things. But I, I can't lift and heavy five, 6 AM not going to work for me. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like everything movement wise is on hold until after tomorrow. When is your follow-up with the cardiologist or your primary care to recheck the heart and see how things have worked or they do it or will it be something they know right away? I think they'll know right away. Okay. Um, and, and then I'll probably meet with the cardiologist tomorrow. Um, after the procedure so i'll probably know more then and then my like i said my primary care is two weeks from now but she won't do like she won't do an ekg to know it's like that'll all be through the cardiologist okay i think that my main question for you is to leave the doctor tomorrow with a clear understanding of what movement you are cleared for hey am i able to walk Am I able to be on my, my cycle bike and move a little bit? Am I able to do some basic body weight strength movements as long as, you know, my heart rate stays in under a certain, you know, rate or whatever. Am I able to do these things because I know that my physical and mental health, like I feel better when I move. So we can kind of start to see what we're cleared for and what that looks like, because that's going to be the next step is figuring out, okay, what can we get you doing because I think that not doing anything is just not good for the body either. So, and I want to get you feeling better. So I would make sure that tomorrow you leave without like not leaving without asking that question, you know? So, and he's probably not going to expect that from you, but I think it is an important question to ask. Yeah. I, um, I'm anxious for that. Again, I've had a, so many listeners reach out to me that have had this and been through this. Um, and uh, some of them have really voiced concerns with they had a hard time getting back to CrossFit and to not have my mind set on that, that it might be something different for now. Yeah. And listen, it's not you, but here's the deal is I'm going to take a step back and say, when people say they can't get back to CrossFit, what they really mean is they can't get back to pushing the intensity and hitting it so hard that they're like lying flat on their back. You have limitations. You cannot get your heart rate up right now. We know that. That doesn't mean you can't do CrossFit. It doesn't mean you can't still do some basic strength training, do some biking. Does it need to be modified? Absolutely. But I think when people, I, I was literally most <clears throat> about CrossFit today because I think people don't understand what they're saying when they say CrossFit. CrossFit is as simple as like, I put a barbell on my back today and I did five by five back squats and I didn't go too heavy because I wasn't feeling it. That's CrossFit. CrossFit is also sometimes, yeah, doing the high intensity stuff, but we can do other things. It's going to be very modified. And I know that if you, I think that getting you back in the gym 
but having some clear cut expectations of what your workouts need to look like, you might be walking from station to station and doing ring rows and doing lunges at a very slow and controlled pace. But guess what? You can still do the workouts. And that's really important. Like you, I don't want you to walk away and think, oh, I just can't do these things. I, I, I think that people don't understand that it's not, well, I think it's just human nature. What are CrossFitters? CrossFitters are just so conditioned to go so hard all the time that they miss the whole purpose of CrossFit, which is keeping you well, keeping you out of the nursing home. And it's the stuff that people are like, oh, Greg Glassman got away from the sport of fitness. No, he was also trying to cater to the fact that he wanted people to be healthy and happy. And it wasn't just about the sport. So trust me, I'm all about the competitive side of things. I love it. I love, I love competition. I love pushing myself. In fact, I had to do a 2K time trial this morning. And let me tell you, I was like hating CrossFit for about last, well, from last night till today. I was like, why do I do this to myself? But I had to tell myself, if I ain't feeling it, I'm just going to go at a moderate pace. I gave myself that out, but I, I didn't do that. I, I hit it. So anyways, I'm going to set it now. Let you, let you talk back to me. Yeah. Um, I think the entire chat is backing you, um, that everything is infinitely scalable and that, um, CrossFit includes everything just at different levels. So, um, yeah, I love, I love Corey's, uh, message. These ring muscle ups will definitely keep me out of the nursing home. Yeah. Well, you know, you never know when you might, um, fall and break a leg and need to use your arms to get yourself back up. So very could possibly could happen. In fact, my grandfather fell and landed on his hip. If my grandfather was strong enough to, and that was actually what ended up killing him because that's when he got sick. If he was actually strong enough to pull himself up, he might've been in a different boat. So bad memories, but also a reminder of why the people that can do muscle ups in their sixties are likely not gonna have those problems. So. Um, I'm looking at some of the comments that we've been kind of talking back and forth just to kind of see. And Corey was being 100% serious. I would agree. Um, all right. So plan this week. All right. Your weight is right around 292. Um, I don't, I don't foresee a lot of movement on the scale um, very quickly. Your appetite is coming back. So um, I really think that this week we really just got to push. I know you mentioned <clears throat> protein's been a bit of a struggle. Um, let me just kind of take a look. But you've also, I think the main reason is because you've had, like, you had a couple of days where you were eating out. And that really, I think, affects everything. Whenever you have to eat at restaurants, it's always a lot harder. You also did say that you've been getting hungrier for snacks. So we can also work on building in some higher protein snacks that will also really help as well. You know, so can we think of maybe some high protein snacks that you could utilize? I do see you doing the jerky, which is good. Um, you know, hard boiled egg whites, even, uh, you could do that. Anything deli turkey on rice cakes, you know, or even in like a, one of those Joseph's pitas, um, anything like that to kind of add some protein into your snacks is going to be helpful. You could make whey protein smoothies, can make protein. 
one of my clients wanted some protein bar recipes and I just sent her a bunch of like easy protein desserts and snacks and all that kind of, you like Greek yogurt, you know, I don't know. It, it, it all depends on, are you team sweet or team salty when it comes to snacks, you know? So you have to know what you're in the mood for to kind of plan your snacks out. So I think that that's where we can really get a little bit more protein. In. Yeah, I, um, I am definitely team salty, uh, not sweet. Um, so okay. I've been doing, been trying to do Greek yogurt. Um, I am not a huge Greek yogurt fan. I do need to have some fruit or something in it. Um, have so you that's... tried the, have you tried the Chobani zero sugar vanilla? Uh, so I use the two good vanilla honey. Okay. Um, zero sugar and it, I, I like it fine. Um, but I'm never going to love Greek yogurt. Well, what um, I was going to say is if you take that and you add a little bit of vanilla protein powder to it, and you could even add um, sugar-free Cool Whip and make like a bigger bowl. And then you can top that with like berries and a little bit of like multi-grain Cheerios <clears throat> and make like a parfait. That's a really easy, like low calorie, higher protein snack. Um, you can even, you can bake with Greek yogurt. So I've seen people, um, there's like, there's a brand, Pillsbury makes a devil's food, zero sugar, if you like sweets, um, cupcake. And you can use just using Greek yogurt and that to make a little cupcake. But Team Salty, I think that the turkey jerky is good. I think things like deli turkey is also good. There's a really easy recipe for a cottage cheese pizza dip, which is really good. If you don't like cottage cheese because of the texture, just whip it first so that you don't get the little chunks. But you mix that with a little bit of fat-free mozzarella, marinara sauce, turkey pepperoni, and then you can dip that in some like... I'll take one of those Joseph's lavash and you can cut it into strips, toast them. And then you've got a high fiber chip that you can dip the, uh, the cottage cheese dip in, which is really good. You can even make like a little homemade like pizza. If you like salty, like almost like little bagel bites using those pitas. I love those Joseph's pitas. I use them. Another snack I've been doing. Do you like your, you're muted. I just got two packages of the lavash. Yeah. Joseph's those are lavash. Good. Do you like tuna and like, do you like tuna salad and chicken salad? Uh, I like tuna. I, I've been doing one of my snacks right now has been taking tuna salad. Instead of using mayo, I use nonfat plain Greek yogurt, a little bit of Dijon mustard. And I don't know, I'm probably weird, but growing up, we always put pickle in our tuna. So I always put diced pickle in mine and I mix it all up, salt, pepper, and I put that on a toast pita. It's really good. Like that's all ways to get more protein in that are salty as well. I yeah, think I, you know, um, yeah. I'll try, I'll try that. I've tried that before. I like olives in my tuna instead of pickles. You can do that. That's they're not, they're not super high in fat. As long as you're switching out the mayo, you'll be fine. So, but use okay. the best, the best non-fat yogurt to use when you're making it for like tuna or anything like that is the Faye brand non-fat. It's a little bit thicker and creamier. Um, that works really well. You can use that to make tuna salad, chicken salad. In fact, you could even make like a high protein, um, like macaroni salad with that. You could use some of that and like using like a whole wheat pasta would be an easy lunch. If you want something a little bit different, that's, those are great. Like summertime foods. I grew up, we used to have a quote unquote salads night, like very American. We would have like tuna salad, egg salad, which I never liked egg salad. 
Um, and then we would have like macaroni salad and potato salad and all freaking tons of mayo and everything. But, but yeah, that's, those are good little easy snacks. I think you would like the pita, the pizza dip and an easy tuna. That's like, those are <clears throat> the tuna is very satiating. When I eat that, it's like, okay, I gotta, you know, make sure I, cause I'm trying to, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm on the gains train. So I have to make sure when I do that, I, I don't do the low carb pitas. I do the regular pitas just because I'm trying to get a little bit more carbs in, not lower. Um, yeah, all right. I, I actually like tuna just out of, like the pouches. I'll just eat it right out of the pouch. Yeah, see, I, I don't like it like that. It's just not my thing. I just, I don't know. So um, this week, I want you to kind of focus on trying to stay, you know, because I want to get your blood sugar down. Um, and I, I know that right now your, your appetite's coming back, but as much as you can, I want you to try and stay as close to your numbers as you can. Um, you're at 185 protein, 185 carbs and 65 fats, just because right now you're just not moving a whole lot. And I, when it comes to like talking about insulin, trying to improve insulin sensitivity, people focus so much on carbs. And what it really is, is it's not carbs in isolation, it's calories. So if I have you in a little bit of a calorie deficit, that's going to make you more insulin sensitive. Your body's going to have to burn through stored fuel. So that's why I want you to be a little bit closer to those numbers. Remembering again, you don't have to be a macro perfectionist, but like at least 165 grams of protein up to 205. Like I'm okay with that range. Same thing on carbs, 165 to 205. One day you might not be as hungry. One day you might be a little bit more hungry. Okay, we're giving you a bigger ballpark there. And really trying to keep the fat under 80 this week. And that's going to really, I think, double down on everything. So you might want to do a little bit of pre-planning, you know, especially around dinner time, you know, and, and I know that it's hard. Listen, the other thing I'm going to say is I know it's hard because you're also trying to keep your relationship into consideration and you want to make everybody happy. But right now your health is a concern. So I think that that your wife is likely going to understand that you have some dietary restrictions right now. Yeah. And isn't she, she's, she's, also, she's yeah. doing very well. Good. It's been more me this week with like, I've just been stuck in my house. Um, and the reason I went out to eat twice was just to see some people. Cause I've been kind of alone yep. uh, for a week. So um, just needed to, to see some people. And I had to meet them where they were. And that's also why I want to get you back to the gym because I feel like you need to be around people. I I do think that, in fact, my mood this week, because I've been getting back into the gym, I, I know I'm a happier person when I'm around those people. Like I really am a much happier person, even if I'm not. And I actually, I actually took class because they were doing the same workout as me, which was fun. But uh, I love when, when obviously I can, I can jump into class and all that kinds of stuff. So yeah, I want to hear more yeah. about the doctor's appointment tomorrow. So yeah, just kind of looking at where you're at metabolically, um, calorie-wise. I think that the amount of calories that you have in there, even if you're over a little bit, you know, you're you're in a good spot. So um I I, honestly, I feel yeah. I know the weight hasn't like jumped a bunch this week, but I feel way less puffy. Like yeah. um like, I feel like that's kind of coming off. So, well, that's all the inflammation. Like, think about how inflamed your body was. All that stuff going on, the blood sugar, the blood sugar being off, all of that stuff was out of whack. Like, your body's been under 
the constant state of stress, you know, and they probably didn't even check like your cortisol levels, but that was probably off, you know, like there's probably a bunch of other things that were off. So your body's regulating a little bit. That's why I was asking about clearance on things. So I think that, you know, keeping your numbers within range and then um, tomorrow, you know, kind of like letting us know what the doctor clears you for um, would be good. And, you know, Carolyn did make a good point about mobility. I know we had talked about that. Are you doing anything for mobility right now? I am. Okay. All right. Are you, are you following a program or just kind of stretching throughout your day? I am following the mobility movement app. Okay. All right. As long as you're doing something, you know, I, I tend to get lit lax on my mobility and I know my body feels it when I'm not. So Bruce just uh, asked about, you know, the pedaling. Not right now, Bruce. He's still not cleared for that, guys. Um, and guys, the sauna, I mean, I don't really think the sauna is going to help with anything that he's going through right now. I mean, I'll be honest. it It's great for like loosening things up, but I don't think the sauna is really going to be helpful for anything right now. In fact, it actually might make your heart stress a little bit more. I yeah. think that any extreme temperatures, hot or cold, wouldn't be good right now. So, <laughs> and everything is going to change tomorrow morning. Yep. So, um, so we'll know more then. Yeah. Uh, about Legos. So I finished the Chicago Bears helmet, other than the face mask, but it's it's so fragile. I have to glue it as I put it together. Mm. Uh, once I'm done with that, I do have the Bear Stadium, the old Soldier Field. Um, that I'm going to work on. Yeah. Well, I'm, and that's I'm, really just to get my mind like off of everything. Yeah. I think that what you could do is put some work into your podcast, like, you know, put some more stuff into the things that you love doing, you know, like while you're thinking about things, get yourself out of the weeds, get some sleep. Yeah. I, I think I need something to de-stress from the podcast though, too. Okay. And that's I think the Legos have become that. Well, that's and, good. Yeah, I don't, it's not like I sit down and like hammer through it. I do a couple rows a day, which is kind of cool because every day it's a little bit more built than it was the day before. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I still have to get back into puzzling, but I also needed to start working on de-stressing and I've not been doing that very well. Um, I just feel like every time I tell myself, I'm going to just sit and watch a movie or do something. I'm like, Oh, I want to do this instead. You know? So like I'm starting a new Facebook group, one that has not been put out yet. And I'm not going to talk about it just yet. I'm very excited for this Facebook group, but it's coming. That's all you want to know. So, so yeah. Bruce asked about sun. Um, we had some sun yesterday. Uh, we had some sun this morning, uh, but in the North right now, uh, it's pretty hit or miss what we get. Yeah. Um, they're talking about float tanks. It's funny because I want a gift card for a float tank and I haven't used it yet. And I'm very curious about using the float tanks. I've just not actually used my gift card yet. I probably should go check it out. Haven't really heard good or bad about them, but I just was curious if you guys have had any experience <clears throat> on them. But, uh, anyways, so yeah, I think this week getting your calories a little closer macros, I should say. Um, which I think just really just comes down to planning a little bit more ahead. Um, you know, you actually did pretty good most days. I think it's just really looking at dinner time ahead of time. And um, just make sure that you're reading the labels on things. You know, 
you tend to eat quite a bit of fat at breakfast time, you might want to go back to doing one egg plus egg whites just in case later in the day you're getting you know more fat from other things. So that's the only uh, So yeah, a lot of people are asking about cooking. I'm a very good cook. I used to be a cook professionally. Um, we do a lot of that. Um, but I have, it's been a long discussion on this podcast about, um, how, how I have to meet my wife halfway. Yeah. Um, I would just tell your for, wife for your dinner, dinner yeah. for dinner specifically. Yeah. And like I told you, just tell your wife, dinners have to be high protein, lower fat. Much as you can, wifey. Can you make that happen? She'll be like, yeah. I'm being a pain in my butt. So Wad Zombie wants to send you uh, some Legos. And Corey wants a Cooking with Clydesdale segment. I like the way that sounds. Cooking with Clydesdale. <clears throat> uh, I've thought about that a couple times. Yeah. Doing that. I just don't have like the big kitchen to be able to like get cameras in there. and I know. But maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I wow. also... I hate editing. Well, zombie, you're the man. Yeah, gifted five Clydesdale Media memberships. What does that mean? Uh, it's memberships to the channel. I don't know That's, what that means. So you can become a member of the Clydesdale Media YouTube channel. Um, it helps support us and getting out to all the events and doing what we do, paying for the platform that we use to get on here. Um, and uh, yeah, Wad Zombie's been a member for 16 months. Um, uh, we did, we sent the original group that joined, we sent them a C4 welcome pack, uh, where C4 like gifted them a couple cases of C4 yeah, that's awesome. uh, and some different stuff like that. And we'll probably come up with something. Uh, Kenneth asked about merch. We are looking at doing mer new merch. Um, and we are looking at getting a sponsor that is an apparel company and he will be selling our merch. So that way um, we'll be able to do more. And if you're a member, you'll probably get a benefit toward the merch if you're a, a member. So that's really but cool. We try to give extras where we can for the members when we have sponsors and um, stuff like that. So we're working on a couple sponsors. So hopefully we'll have a couple in the next few weeks. Yeah. So last thing. Um, you know, because this week we're going to focus on a little bit tighter on the nutrition, keeping up with your weigh-ins. Um, how are you feeling about, are you planning on going over to Polaris for the open events, Friday Night Lights? Do they do, they do anything over there? Are you going to go? Uh, and... So this weekend is the Arnold here in Columbus. Okay. And our new sponsor, our new apparel sponsor is going to be there. And so we're looking at doing some stuff with him. Um, the, the team, Charlie and Jamie are definitely going to be there this weekend doing um, interviews live and our new sponsors making a podcast area in their booth. Okay. So we can do them live at the Arnold. Um, and then he, whenever he's at a, an event, we are welcome to come and do our podcast live awesome. from his booth. So that is one of the relationships we're building this year. Um, so that's a big thing this weekend. And then I may go, I should be feeling better in a week or two to be able to go to like a Friday Night Lights okay. uh, at Polaris because 
that's really the only time they do the community wad or like the community open stuff is Friday night. Okay. So my, my question is, is can you go to the gym and just say hi to everybody, get out in public? Yeah. Um, so I've been talking to Christy and Patrick. They actually paused my membership for me just so I didn't have to pay for the time that I couldn't be there, but I'm sure they would welcome me over there to say hi. I think I mean, you should, but that's what I'm saying. I think that you should go and break the ice. You're not going to work out. You're there just to move around, stretch, maybe help people out with some judging and just say, Hey, I can't wait to come back. <clears throat> I think that that would be really good for you. Yeah. And Again, I'll know way more tomorrow. Yeah. It's been really hard to stand for long periods of time. Yeah. I'm not telling and, you that to stay there for two hours, but like, how far is the gym from you? 10 minutes? Five minutes. Yeah. Go there for your noon class just to say hi. Go there at 4.30. And just I'm just stopping by to say a quick hi. I know it's normally Friday night lights. I'm on my way to dinner. Just wanted to say a quick hi. Pop in. And just so you know, Corey, I don't take my camera to Polaris. I really separate what I do at Polaris from my podcast. Yeah. I don't ever take a camera there. Um, I've used it as a backdrop a couple times in the past, but never like do I do I go there for content. Agreed. I think it's good for you. But all right. Well, I think that we're in a good spot going into this week. Like honestly, tomorrow I just want to hear how everything goes to the doctor. So keep me, me too. So you'll probably be done by noonish. Uh, I would think so. I would think that probably procedures less than an hour. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So I'll be done by. I'll probably be in recovery by ten, um, and hopefully home by noon. All right. Well, cool. We'll keep us posted. And Kenneth Wad Zombie, I would be all down for a collab T-shirt of Wad Zombie and Clydesdale Media. Um, that would be really cool. I feel like the Wad Zombie Clydesdale collab t-shirt would be epic. I just feel like Wad Zombie would come up with something really freaking cool. Really cool. Um, and if I feel good tomorrow afternoon, I am interviewing Ariel Lowen. Oh, cool. So if you want, you want an update tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow noon at 3.30 Eastern time, Ariel Lowen, um, she's a friend of mine. So she's like the perfect person to kind of interview right after all this, all this goes on. So awesome. Um, Cause it's super laid back and not high pressure with her. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that we've got some work to do this week. Hopefully, well, the doctors have some work to do with Scott this week. We don't have work to do. Hopefully everything goes well. Uh, you will be in my prayers tonight. I have been praying a lot. It's been very helpful. Thank you. And a lot of people sent me prayers, wishes, everything, man. And I can't tell you, I got a card today from Lana Marcine, one of my favorite people in the CrossFit space. Like the outpouring has been amazing. Um, Nick sent me a sleep apnea machine. Like Shit. everybody, everybody is been, has been so cool. I, awesome. I just, I love you all. You're amazing. Yeah. Good crew. With, with that, we'll let you go for tonight. We will see everybody next time on the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey.
Bye, guys. Bye. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.